It's eight minutes past four o'clock, and we're talking about all those people who stood up and said, I quit. And those that said, yeah, me too. And somebody else says, and I'm going with her. It happened a lot. Months at a time this went on, so much so that they call it literally the great resignation. But how many people now wish that they hadn't acted that way. Let's find out as we go right now to the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline. We're joined by George Nagel, who's not only a workplace consultant, but he's also the author as he's written a book called Miserable at Work. Why? You don't have to be. And it's great to have him on the program. George, welcome to KDKA. How are you? Doing great. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate uh, the time today. So we hear so many people saying, I quit. I'm done. I'm out of here. I've got a better opportunity. I'm leaving. They may or may not even write a formal resignation letter. They may just not show up the next day. And yet we're also hearing people saying the new one that I thought that I was getting isn't any better than the old one that I had. Which is more accurate, that people have got a better job or that they regret the fact that they left? Well, so it's it's a bit of both, but there are a lot of people that are regretting their transition. And the ones that are regretting it, Rick, are the ones that jumped for money and the money just short-circuited their, their, their outlook. They didn't really do an investigation. Plus, you have the companies out there that are really hyping up uh, the position because they're losing so many people and they just need to get some bodies in the door. So you got a mix going on there that's that saturated the market with a lot of dissatisfied people. So, George, did they get sold a bill of goods? I mean, is that what it came down to? Or they got the money, but they didn't realize what else they had to, to get with it to get the money? It was more the latter. They, they, they got the money, and they didn't ask enough questions during the process to really do a discovery to, to find out, you know what, this isn't actually what I thought I was signing up for. So are they finding that they're not qualified for the job, or are they finding that they don't want to do the work that is entailed with that new position? Which do you suppose it is? Well, they're really finding out that what they signed up for isn't what the job is, and they're being asked to do a lot more than they anticipated because the, the, the companies that are really scooping those people up are still hemorrhaging people. Um, so you may be brand brand new in the door, and within two weeks, it may feel like you're taking on the responsibilities of somebody that's been there for 10 years. So how long do you need to give it? I mean, a lot of times, right, you'd gump, you jump into a new situation and it kind of feels like, well, wait a second, this isn't exactly the culture that I wanted. Or These aren't exactly mm-hmm. I don't have the same relationship with my coworkers that I did when I'd been there you know, six years at, at the other place. I mean, how long should you give it before you make those decisions? So it really comes down to two very distinct things. One, are you giving it a fair shot? Are you approaching it with an open mind and the understanding that life is about 10% of what factually happens to us and 90% of how we perceive it? And through that, are you giving it an open, fair shot? And then the second part of it is, are you able, actually able to make a clear distinction of this that and the next are what's significantly wrong and I'm not signed up for that and it's time to leave. And if you can do that within a month to three months, then you're actually positioning yourself fairly well for the next opportunity because you get to present it in a different perspective of, look, I made a decision. It wasn't the right decision. I recognized it and I took action. And that skill set, Rick, is actually in high demand right now where people can find and recognize a problem and do something about it. 
But at the same time, George, can't you also make the case that somebody looks at that and says, okay, they were in this job. They went to that one for two months. They went to this one for three months, and now they're over it. This is the fourth job that they have had in the last seven months. I mean, can't that also bite you in the backside? It can if you're a habitual jumper, right? So if it was truly you, you just made a short-sighted, short-sighted jump and it's been two or three years since, since you've actually switched positions, changing in the first three months, actually is a, an attribute to you. Um, if you're constantly just job, jumping jobs, no matter what you say, they're going to see that on the resume, and, and, they're, and they're just going to assume that if they hire you, it's a short-term thing, um, and then they're just going to make a business decision based on that. All right, George is joining us. George Nagel, MBA, workplace consultant. He also has written a book called Miserable at Work, Why You Don't Have to Be. So if what you're saying is 10% of it is what happened, 90% is how we react to it, how do we react to being in a situation that maybe is a work slump, that maybe is not the job that you thought it was? How do you, how do you reverse that trend? So to reverse that trend, you really need to understand if the culture is open to true change. Um, so you, you need to kind of, become a blank slate and stop comparing everything to your past and just try to dig into the culture because some cultures are trying to change. Like they're trying to innovate. They're trying to get out of what they've always been doing and, and move things forward. Now, if the culture is super hardcore, almost uh, a dictatorship, then that's not going to happen. And I can promise you I'd be looking for the door if that was the situation, if I didn't think I could bring change once I became open to changing myself. So what if you're in the process of looking right now and you're trying to basically filter through what they're saying to you? How can you tell, is this going to be much ado about nothing? Are they hyping this up too much? Or is what they're saying legitimate? So beyond the, the job description, if it, if it just sounds way too good, you, you move past it. But if you're in the interview phase, something I always remind people, an interview is a two-way street. You're interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you. If they actually don't give you that opportunity, you don't walk out the door, you run. Um, and then the, the next part of that is you're asking different questions. There's two that I ask. Assuming it's not an entry-level position, the first question is, why aren't you promoting from within to fill this position and get a very distinct answer, not something that's just kind of wishy-washy? And then the second question after that is, what's the turnover rate? Again, if they don't give you a distinct answer, like a number, it, it's probably it's probably just hyped up. It's good to have George Nagel on the program with us, not only because he's a wealth of knowledge about these things, but, George, we didn't even talk about the fact that you're a Duquesne guy. Welcome back to Pittsburgh, I, I sort am. of, at least I, on I am. I've lived in Pittsburgh. I lived in Pittsburgh for about 15 years, so always good to be interacting with the, uh, the fine folks at uh, KDK. Yeah, it's good to have you here. And thanks so much for lending some of your expertise to these things and talking about some of the things that you've got in your book, Miserable at Work, Why You Don't Have to Be, and some of the things you've learned about sort of being a business uh, innovation leader and workspace uh, consultant as well. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Yep, Appreciate good, it. Good to connect with him. George Nagel here. If you want to know more about his work, his last name is Nagel, N-A-G-L-E. You can learn more about him and his new books at Idea. Idition Emporium, I-D-E-A-T-I-O-N, Emporium.com.